Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I shot a couple videos and uh, pulled the card out of my camera. And as I went to pull the card out, I noticed there's an error message on the camera that I cannot see when I'm sitting right here. And so I took the card and stuck it in my computer to do some editing. And a uh, big file was missing. So I already shot this video. I assure you I did a wonderful job in the first take. I'm going to try to do just as good of a job in the second take, but if I don't, just know that there's the lost video out there that was perfect in every respect. <laughs> but Patrick sent me a note. Steve, check out the story from South Jordan, Utah. South Jordan, Utah from KSL-TV. Uh, shattered glass, holes in walls. South Jordan man sues city for wrecking his home. Now, got to be clear here. That headline is a little bit misleading because the man didn't live in the home, but he owned a home. The man bought a house, a fixer-upper, I think, as they say. And before he could fix it up, uh, the fire department came by and did a practice drill on it, which destroyed it. <laughs> they said they thought they had permission, but what you think you have and what you've got in writing, if they're different things, you might have problems. So Mike Hedrick and Cindy St. Clair wrote this for the TV station there, KSL-TV. Firefighters often conduct training exercises on homes when they can. It's better than practicing, you know, at some practice rig. So for that to happen, they need an owner of a property to sign off, uh, releasing them from liability to damaging the home because they're going to damage the home. Homes get damaged as you practice firefighting skills. So this man tells KSL investigators it was a shock to discover firefighters had gone room by room through his newly purchased home last July, shattering glass, hammering through walls, and swinging axes into the roof and the ceiling. A family member drove by and saw a bunch of commotion at the house, he said. There were fire trucks outside, and they kind of called and asked me if I was demolishing the house. And here's the thing. He says he was not there. They later claimed that he was. And so it's apparent that there are different versions of what happened here. But the man says he gave no one permission and he was not even notified that training was being done at the house by the South Jordan Fire Department. Uh, and that was just a month after he bought the house. Now, there were some issues that could possibly add to confusion. But first, he says, I never spoke to anybody, let alone sign something or text or email. Absolutely not. He says he's leaning towards demolishing the home, but he wasn't ready to pull the trigger just yet. So that was one of the options he was considering, was he was going to possibly demolish the house. But he says, I don't really make decisions until I know what the whole cost would be. And he was still weighing whether to remodel and rent out the home in the short term. Really, just every option was on the table, he said. Now, KSL TV started digging to see how they get the bottom of this. They received multiple emails and documents after filing a public records request to the city of South Jordan. Those documents show a trail of intention by the homeowner to eventually demolish the home and rebuild, including permits and requests and confirmations to do things like shut off the utilities, uh, do an asbestos test, a permit application to construct a home. And on one application, he'd written, Planning to tear down existing home. Planning to. But he hadn't actually signed off on that yet. There were also two other documents. A demolition notification to the Utah Department of Environmental Quality and a signed release of liability and authorization to damage the structure. The problem is 
the homeowner had not signed those two documents. So those two documents would seem to be the important ones, and they weren't signed. Instead, on the line described as property owner, another name appears. And below that appears to be a signature of that other person who's not the homeowner. So that man owns a demolition company. And he's listed on the demolition notification as the demolition contractor. But the homeowner says he never hired the man. He said he got a couple of different bids to demolish the house, but he had not submitted for a permit or anything. So he's in the preliminary stages. He's investigating. He's thinking about it. He's looking into it. So the investigators from the TV station reached out to the demo guy to ask why he signed the liability release, who declined an interview, but by text, he wrote, this is something that KSL-TV don't need to get involved in waste time between owner and city. Always two sides to story. Now, <laughs> the TV station put the square brackets with the sick there to indicate that the grammatical errors, if any, belong to the writer of the text, not the TV station. This is something that KSL-TV don't need to get involved in waste time between owner and city. Always two sides to story. Now, with the alleged demolition contractor not offering up his side of the story, the TV station then went to South Jordan and asked them for their side of the story. So first of all, the fire chief said they don't have a written policy per se when it comes to getting permission to train on private residences. <laughs> per se. It's one of those phrases that people use. They throw something in there to make it sound more uh, uh, official. Don't have a written policy per se. Okay. <laughs> in fact, when KSL requested the signed liability release for six other homes used for training since 2020, they were told no such records were found by the city, per se. Now, I just added that in there to show you <laughs> how you could use that in a sentence. Meanwhile, the fire chief said this experience with this man's home means getting the release signed and verifying it is signed by the property owner certainly happens every time now. So going forward, they're going to get it in writing, per se. South Jordan City would not comment on specifics of the situation because the homeowner has now filed a lawsuit in federal court against the city claiming a violation of the Fifth Amendment, which prohibits the taking of private property for public use without just compensation. And that would appear to fit here pretty well. So the man's asked for damages, including the cost to repair the property, and the diminished value of the property, which he believes amounts to hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I don't know how big the house is, how nice the house was, or what condition it was in prior to this. But since the man was considering demolition as an option, I suspect it was already in rough shape. Now, the city claims the home was in disrepair before the training occurred, with cabinets, a railing, and some of the flooring already removed. And they claim that some of the windows were already broken. They describe the damage in their response and counterclaim to the lawsuit. So they're suing back, which I don't understand. But in the counterclaim, South Jordan alleges that the man hired a demolition contractor and that contractor gave the city permission to conduct training activities in the home, acting as the man's agent. The city wrote that the man has in the past, via verbal agreements, utilized the contractor for demolition work. Due to past history of working together and the verbal conversations and emails, uh, plaintiff's agent was confident he had actual authority to facilitate demolition. 
So I'm not quite sure why they wouldn't be just third-partying that guy in as opposed to counterclaiming against the plaintiff here. But I'm not going to get into civil procedure on that. But uh, KSL investigators requested an evidence of contract between the demo guy and the owner uh, to show that he was, in fact, hired to demolish the home. But they could not produce any documentation proving that the man had been hired. So additionally... The city claims that the homeowner was at the home when the fire department was conducting training, which the man adamantly denies. And I'm wondering if they film this training. Do they really go in and do all this training, not film it? Seems to me that if you film the training, you look through the background to see this guy is there. But maybe they don't film it. I don't know. Meanwhile, the owner says he tried for weeks after the training to obtain a permit to demolish what's left of the house. That permit was granted just days after the TV station asked about the status of that document. <laughs> the man says he still hasn't decided what he plans to do with the property. It's probably going to cost more to fix than maybe it's even worth, he said. So right now, it might be that demolition just becomes the best bet. But the question is, you know, if they took away his opportunity to restore the house, that would be a problem. Now, some people are going to latch on to the fact that he appears to have started down the path towards demolishing the home. And that could be true, but I can tell you right now, I have pulled per building permits before or permits to do things before that I've not used. I've actually pulled a permit with the intention of doing something to a home and I decided not to do it. So I didn't do it. And I actually, at one point in time, I remember having a, a city call me and say, Steve, uh, you were granted this permit to do work. You never called us to inspect it. I said, I never did the work. They said, oh, okay, thank you. You don't have to follow through when you, when you pull the permit. And so he said that he was planning to tear down the existing home. Planning to. Plans change. Best laid plans, right? So you're not bound to do that. And by the way, the fact that there's other documents that needed to be signed by him that appear to be signed by somebody else. Now, I am not... 100% certain on how the building codes and so on work in Utah. But it's not uncommon that someone can sign on your behalf. So you're going to build a home. Uh, it might be that the builder can sign some of these things as your agent because they're the ones building the home for you. But the bigger problem here is it doesn't matter what the man's planning on doing with his home at all. Okay, let's suppose he was planning on demolishing his home, taking it right down to dirt, and then starting over again. Does that give the right to the city's fire department to come in and practice on it? <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Now, every single city, township, or municipality I know of in Michigan has what they call a city attorney, or, or, or a township attorney, or, or a municipality attorney. <laughs> The Michigan Bar Journal actually has a whole section of them. You can look it up by city. So you want to know who the city attorney is for Birmingham, Michigan. You look them up and, you, and, you, and there's, there's somebody there. I'm pointing this out because the different places, the different entities, the different departments within a city, the fire department probably doesn't have its own attorney. But I bet South Jordan does. So if you were there at the fire department, now you might want to go to the city attorney and say, hey, before we go in and practice firefighting drills inside a private home owned by somebody, what should we do to cover ourselves? And I bet the attorney's going to say, oh, get it in writing, per se. <laughs> the attorney actually wouldn't say it. He'd just get it in writing. 
it's, it's not that difficult. You draft up a little waiver that says, you know, I'm letting you guys do this at my house. I'm going to hold you harmless. You guys can knock yourselves out doing whatever it is that firefighters do. And I understand it's going to be destructive. I understand that. I understand that. Acknowledge it. I go in with my eyes open. I'm going to let you guys do this. It doesn't bother me at all. I sign my life away right here. Boom. There you go. That's it. One piece of paper. One piece of paper. And so all of the times I've heard of legal issues that arose because of one piece of paper that was either non-existent or signed by the wrong person, that's where problems arise. So if somebody says, somebody presented themselves to me and said, I am the agent for this other person, the mere fact that they're telling you that wouldn't be enough because then anybody can walk in and go, oh, I'm the agent for the guy who owns that house. Sign here. Oh, no, I'll sign here. I'm the agent. Um, that's not how it works. So if the guy walks in and goes, I'm the agent for this guy, why? How, how do we know that's true? Oh, well, here's the document that he said he, he signed because he wants me to tear down the house. Here's the contract to tear down that house. It is slated for demolition, so he doesn't care. And I have the signed contract here where I am demoing his house, and you guys can... Do what you got to do as long as you do it before we do the demolition. Now, that contract in front of you, you might look at that and go, okay, that looks pretty good. To cover yourself, get that piece of paper signed, per se, by the homeowner. It's not that difficult. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, it would be a totally different story if the man was standing there watching this happen and let it happen. But he says he wasn't there. I'm fairly curious about this. And that is whether they film these trainings or not. They ought to. Wouldn't you want to watch it and go, okay, guys, let's, let's review what you guys did. Put it up on the big screen. We'll all get popcorn and watch it. And uh, there'll be a Dalmatian right here watching along with us because we're a fire department. So I'd be surprised they don't have it on film. But, but that, again, is, is really the only real question mark I have because I don't know. I wasn't there. But the homeowner says he wasn't there either. So... It's a crazy story, but obviously it could have been crazier if he'd still, you know, lived in the home or if he'd actually had a home that was livable and like it was in the market or something, you know, for sale sign out front and firemen out back tearing the place apart. I don't know, but there you go. Shattered glass holes in the walls in the South Jordan man sues city for wrecking his home by Mike Hedrick and Cindy St. Clair, KSL TV from South Jordan, Utah. Patrick sent it. Thanks a lot. Now I got to pull the card out and see if this took. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Have you ever noticed that anybody driving slower than you is a bother and anyone driving faster than you is a maniac?